Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The big story last night, even though you had the NBA playoff game where Boston got rid of Atlanta and moved on to the second round against Philly. Great matchup. I think you picked Atlanta, right? I did. I thought they would force a game seven. Why didn't you come on here and announce that? Like you came on and announced that. Well, you got something right the night before. Memphis? Was that's it how Memphis? You, that's, that, that, what, what part don't you understand? Like, you're in this business. I, you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. You don't come on and say, oh, I was wrong last night. But I'll admit you talk when about I'm it. wrong. I, I've I admitted I that I'm wrong, no, too. You, you, I was wrong. Where did he get the tape? They just got the tape of me saying it wasn't about I was sports. wrong. It was probably about something else. <laughs> I was talking was about my hair. A, yeah, I was going to say. The, my hair color. I was wrong. <laughs> All right, Rob, but let's get to it. And um, the draft, look, it was, you know, the Bryce Young goes number one. No surprise there. C.J. Stroud, I, I guess a little slight surprise just because so many people, Rob, had been talking, you know, they're all of a sudden, as you see sometimes, right, the uh, S2 test comes out and, oh, C.J. Stroud doesn't make quick decisions. So I guess if you believe that stuff, you might have been surprised that he went number two. But uh, And then Anthony Richardson, number four, slight surprise. But, again, we, we seemed like we knew he was going pretty high. But maybe the biggest surprise, Rob, was that a name we had been hearing about at quarterback? Some some thought second, third best quarterback in the draft. Maybe some even liked him more than that. But uh, Will Levis 
out of Kentucky, played four years in the college. People love his build. He looks the part. Powerful cannon for an arm. Not yet drafted. I'm still on the board. Not only did he not go in the top 10, top five, like some people said, he's not even a first rounder. And Rob, I, it was sad. It, and it always is. Whether it was way back when Aaron Rodgers slid or Geno Smith slid or, you know, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson didn't really slide, but they weren't drafted where you thought they should have been. You know, at least some people it's hard when you got to watch a guy, and I know they all weren't there in person, but when you have to watch a guy sit there in the green room thinking this is going to be the best night of his life to date, and instead it becomes maybe the most embarrassing moment of his football life. And, you know, they're men. You got to man up. Hopefully Will Levis will use this and uh, keep receipts and and going to have a great NFL career somewhere. But it's tough to watch, Rob. His his mom's squirming. He's squirming. I guess those were his sisters, his girlfriend's squirming. Like, it gets awkward and uncomfortable even to watch. So you can imagine how he feels sitting there. Well, that's the risk you take. It's not automatic. Uh, I guess he was invited. But those things happen. Aaron Rodgers slid down to 20-something to the Packers. He was supposed to be a little higher than that. Uh, So uh, it worked out for him. But uh, Will Levis, it doesn't sound like from the stuff that, you know, people are saying, Chris, there's some quotes I have from anonymous uh, offensive coordinators, quarterback coaches. Well, let me me read his quote first before you get to that because I know where you're going to go. But quickly, he said this, and this is where Rob – if you notice who was pubbing Will Levis, and you got quotes from NFL scouts. The people that were really so high on Will Levis were the, the Todd McShays and the Mel Kuypers and the guys who are do a good job in, you know, promoting the draft and, and telling you about the picks and who, who might go here, who might go there. But they're not in the league. They're not the guys on the teams, right? And so those were the guys, if you really look at it, the the biggest praise of Levis was coming from them, yeah, but not here- coming from the league. And here's what he said. I brought that up because I think the league should probably talk to teams and not just listen to what they hear on TV when they invite to the green room. Because here's what Will Levis said, Rob. He told this two weeks ago to the Lexington Herald leader. If I know I'll be a pretty high pick, I'll definitely go to the draft. I'm looking forward to going, but I don't want to go if I could be like a second round pick. Don't want to have the camera just on you all day. And that's in the, exactly what happened. Yeah, but but here's the issue that I have. Um, You say, you know, his agent obviously – should have been in touch with NFL yep. teams, so that's number one. But to say that you bought into the um, the chatter, pre-draft chatter by talking heads on television, that's silly. The that shame who on, bought into that, it? That the, that the agent, because if you haven't wow. talked to any teams, Chris, 
There's no way you bring your client there to sit there. I just can't and, and, believe that that Todd McShay. I hope he talked to teams. Okay, that's what I'm right? saying. Like I he can't couldn't buy not that. Talk to teams. And here's the other thing. I'm talking too. about the league, though. Like when they, the league is the ones are the ones that invite you to the green room. Yeah, but I, but I'm saying that's fine. They can invite you to the green room because his name was out there. But if you're the agent, I need to talk to a couple teams for myself. To say right. there's a legitimate chance that my guy's going to get drafted and he's not going to sit there and be embarrassed. The other thing is, here's the issue when you have guys, Chris, and I don't know the whole thing, but agents use reporters to push up the stock of their guys. Oh, gosh, yes. You Absolutely. know this, Chris, as a guy who breaks Absolutely. news. And Absolutely. these guys will feed you. Oh my God! You really got to double check. You got to. You got. Yep. You can't just take agents and Chris. A lot of these guys, and I'm just being honest, are in bed with the agents. Hey, you put my guy out there. Talk right. You know, give I'll me get, some because because. Am I right or finish, wrong? You're you're absolutely right because Rob, who when you see so and so broke a story about a player signing for a certain amount of money, a player yep. getting traded. It's most in most cases 99%. it is the agents. All right. And no you know how you know I mean we knew you and I are in the business, so we knew right. but how you as an outsider can know, look at Lamar Jackson. There was no nothing coming Zero. out about Lamar Jackson. Zero. Nothing. Because there was nothing there to be. Because he had no agent. Exactly. And his agent couldn't take care of his buddies yep. who helped those guys, Chris. And they make a lot of money because they're all in bed together. It's very it, – it, it's – a lot of it is – Well, we've seen many incidents you know, lately where it shows that objectivity gets lost. It gets lost. Objective that's what reporting I'm saying. gets lost. And yeah, that's what I'm lot. saying here. That's what this was, Chris, to me. Is that if there's no NFL teams, and then when I read the quotes. And Kuyper and McShay now are not reporters. Right. Right? So there's that, but, but they are. But they have connections. There's some, yeah, but they're, they more, I mean, as much as reporters, certainly. And I remember in the early days, NBA, when guys like this were starting to emerge, they're definitely getting a ton of information from the agents. And as you know, Robin, you said the agents are pumping their guys. They, they are oh, doing the, that. The, the commanders loved him. Exactly. You should have seen uh, they, they, Jason Campbell's face, or they, they was they loved him. You know, not Jason. And then because then you put that out there, right? Oh wow, yeah. look, hey, that, that, this guy's going. But let me give you a couple quotes, Chris. Anonymous AFC offensive coordinator quote: Something's not there with him. Something's missing. Not to say that he won't be a good quarterback. I wanted to like him more than I did. He's had the uh, measurables, uh, can throw a mile, but he lacks touch and feel and ball placement. Here's another one, Chris, anonymous NFC offensive coordinator. Quote, eerily familiar Blaine Gabbert Mm. vibes. Gabbert, I'm sorry, vibes. He's a big, strong, pretty dude that makes you excited, but the game uh, doesn't make as much sense to him as other guys. And then the last one, an anonymous NFC quarterbacks coach, he said, quote, the longer I looked at the tape, the less I liked it. He's the only one of the top guys that I didn't see take over a game, end quote. There you go. So, so maybe if Todd McShay – 
and Mel Kuyper did some other homework or checking with some people, Chris, and not. I'm not just saying because this shouldn't happen. If you if you really have done your due deal, and then sometimes you know somebody's there, and but you got to make sure because that doesn't sound like the NFL was interested in that cat in the first round. That that's enough from anybody. And now, did I these hear quotes, quote. quotes come yes. out after yesterday or or last night? I guess or as he yeah, was yeah after falling after. like a stone. They came out before. Okay. Well, Rob, you and I talked about it. I mean, and, and we didn't scour the tape. We we just. Let's keep it real. We, we weren't scouring Will Levis tape. But you know what? I, I saw him play here and there. You know what we did look at? And it, it, this doesn't take a great researcher to do. We looked at the numbers. And, and the we numbers, talked about it the other day. The I numbers. said he had 19 touchdowns and 10 picks at right. Kentucky. Thank you. I mean, and I get it. He's playing against better competition in the SEC and He's, he doesn't have, you know, the talent around him that the team, a lot of the teams he's faced had. But still, that's a red flag. Like the scout said, Rob, at that level, generally you take over. Now, it's not a rule. Trey Lance played at, you know, didn't even play at the highest level. We'll see what he becomes. You know, Carson Wentz, and I know he's be, he, you know, he fell, he, he became a bust. But, you know, he had his moment in the sun. You know, we've seen Rob, uh, Tony Romo. Where is he from? East Was it Eastern Kentucky? Uh, we've seen guys come from even Josh Allen, Wyoming. Um, so it's not like you everybody lit up college or played at the, the biggest programs, but you can't discount the fact that a guy wasn't head and shoulders above his peers in college because a lot of these guys were if they're going to be great at the next level. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get back to the NFL and get back to the draft to some degree. And we saw it's not historic. It's not a uh, big deal at this point anymore um, when a black quarterback is drafted, number one. We know for... Oh, up until a few, you know, uh, 15 years or so ago, it was not only you didn't have black quarterbacks drafted number one, you didn't really have many at all in the league. It was still very much against having black quarterbacks. I don't care what they say. It was clearly against black quarterbacks having uh, playing that position. And um, you had the first three quarterbacks, Bryce Young, of course, C.J. Stroud, Young to Carolinas, Stroud to Houston, and then number four, Anthony Richardson to Indianapolis. Um, and, Rob, I, I did a little quick count, and, Rob G., correct me if I'm wrong, I think 14 of the 32 starting quarterbacks this season, and I'm counting Richardson, even if he's not the starter, he's obviously the future, at least he's going to get a shot to be the future in Indianapolis Um, but 14 of the 32 are African-Americans. I don't think I counted two, so that would be 15 of the 32 are are of color. And um, you got a major uh, statement you want to make. Chris, don't fall out of your chair, okay? Be ready for this, because I'm serious. After watching the draft and seeing what's taking place in the NFL, Chris, the white quarterback is becoming extinct in the NFL. <laughs> and I say that for a lot of reasons. Matter of fact, Will Levis last night, Chris, he should have wore a purple suit because he was Barney, the dinosaur. <laughs> and that's what's happening. Like, we're watching this before our eyes, okay? The top three quarterbacks in the first round, black. We, we already know, Chris, when you talk about the pay scale on black quarterbacks, uh, Patrick Mahomes, the highest paid as far as uh, total money. And then the five highest paid quarterbacks uh, in guaranteed Annually. money, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Lam- uh, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, and Russell Wilson. Right. And then next year, the top quarterback prospect, Caleb Williams at USC. Right. And Chris, I'm I'm not I'm I'm dead serious when I talk about this. This reminds me, and you'll remember this, when Jimmy the Greek Schneider was fired from CBS. 
Right. Part of his conversation and rant about the black athlete Which and people Chris, who don't back. remember. They only remember him talking about blacks being bred right. to be athletes during slavery. It'd be bigger, stronger to you know work in the fields and all that. But you know, remember what he said? You know what I'm going to say, right? Yeah. You remember yep, what he said? Yep, yep. He said if black guys keep playing quarterback, there won't be any jobs for us. Am I right or wrong? You're wrong. You're right and wrong. You're right in that on the field they're they're thinning out, but that's why they they take they not letting us up in the front office and in the coaches staff. No, I know, but I'm just saying. I, you know, but, but that's I know part what of saying. what he yes, did say exactly about 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 being a quarterback. Here's right. the other one, Chris. Are you ready? This is a vast wasteland of white quarterbacks taken in the first round in the last ten drafts. Blake Portals out of the league. Johnny Manziel out of the league. Carson Wentz, a journeyman. Uh, Paxton Lynch, Chris, out of the league. Jared Goff got traded. Mitch Trubisky, a bust. Baker Mayfield, a bust. Sam Darnold, a bust. Josh Rosen, out of the league. Zach Wilson, a bust. Mac Jones, benched last year. And and two to be determined is a couple guys, Daniel Jones and Kenny Pickett, okay? Now, have there been some hits? Yes, there have. <clears throat> Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Herbert. Hits. Okay, those are hits. I'm just saying and, and giving my thing. I'm not going to act like they, they don't exist. This isn't Moneyball, Chris, where they ignore – the players on the A's and talk about, you know, Moneyball and how they uh, used analytics to win and didn't mention the great players. But my point is, this is a stunning turn of events on where we are now in the NFL. And I know that, like you said, there have been black quarterbacks. They've won Super Bowls. This is not the novelty anymore. But the numbers are staggering. Uh, you know, three Are of you the really top- stunned? Yeah, I am. I, I am surprised. I'm not stunned. I'm surprised that where where the NFL's gone and how many of these other guys haven't panned out and have been bad. Like well, I'm, uh, I'm, when okay. I read this list, it's an incredible list. Well, I, I'm not stunned because I've I've said this going almost not quite maybe almost a decade back, not quite a decade. I've said that we, we, I would say yeah in about ten years. Half of the starting quarterbacks in the league will be black. Because, of, number one, you, you began to see blacks get the opportunity and obviously shine at the quarterback position. And then when you look at the college landscape, so many of the leading quarterbacks were are and were African-Americans. And so it was like where the pipeline is becoming more and more black. So I could see this coming and it's it, you want it to be a meritocracy where the best man wins the job, whether he's black, white, whatever. And so you're seeing that. And, you know, this is where it's at right now. Now, you said it there. Some of the top not just white quarterbacks surviving you. Joe Burrow's probably the second best quarterback in the league behind Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen's probably third best. All right, Trevor Lawrence had a great year and probably will become a star. And Justin Herbert is there too. So it's not like there aren't some great white quarterbacks. Um, And 
It's not like there haven't been some African-American busts, too. You know, uh, Keely Smith, that was going way back. But uh, Dante Culpepper, who had a nice little cup of coffee, right? It was a nice, sweet cup of coffee for a few years. Uh, But then Jamarcus Russell, you know, uh, Dwayne Haskins, rest in peace. I mean, obviously that ended very tragically, but he wasn't panning out as a player. Cardale Jones, we talked about him, Ohio State. So it's not just white quarterbacks who are being taken high and being bust. There are some African-Americans, too. Uh, But that's part of progress, Rob, in this country when we've looked at things racially. It is African-Americans getting a chance to fail. It's not like, oh, only the super Negroes, the ones who are head and shoulders above everybody else get to play or get to play that position or coach or whatever. It's just average ones or bad ones by that standard that fail. That's when you know you've reached fairness, when black, white, or Hispanic, whatever color, you get a chance and you, you succeed or you fail. Um, but you know what's interesting, too, with this, Rob, is that even as you do obviously see African-Americans, um, you know, playing the quarterback and playing it well, I don't think I, – I think and I don't think you mean extinct, like there's not going to be any white quarterbacks. But obviously the numbers are changing. Um, but some other positions – Tight end has become a white position for the most part. I I have no idea why. Because you think about back in the day, you had Ozzie Newsome and Kellen Winslow. One of the all-time great tight ends. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of you know, uh, you had some awesome African-American. Shannon Sharp, our colleague. And now it has become a largely white position where the the best tight ends, and most of them, best or not, are white. And you're also seeing, I know it's just one, Christian McCaffrey has become, you know, he's one of the best running backs in the league. He'd have an argument for the best if he could stay healthy. Um, Cooper Cup, you know, after what, two years ago, some people thought he was the best receiver in the league. He's white. So you're, I think what this is going to, it's just like you see in basketball, it's forcing, you know, white quarterbacks are going to have to be more mobile, a la Josh Annual. Uh, Allen, Daniel Jones. Now, he's not great, but he's mobile. And he, you know, we'll see what he becomes under Brian Dable. But, you know, I I think it's going to force them to have to be mobile and and be better and step up. But see, here's the thing. And I think what happens is, you know this, all these leagues are copycat leagues. And you would think in what the NFL's turned into, which is a passing league, and that was always the thing when they were passing up the Charlie Wards and all the black quarterbacks who are doing what they're doing now, Chris, who could also run and throw. And, and, you know, like they passed those guys up. They wouldn't even draft a Charlie Ward. Go look. He won the Heisman. Played major college football. Tony Dungy has told us he could have been Peyton Manning. Exactly. I don't necessarily believe that, but that's what Tony Dungy said. But that's his call, right? right. And the thing is, Chris, he wasn't even drafted. Right. And now we're in a draft where the top three Three out of four uh, players drafted are black quarterbacks. Like, this is where we are in the NFL. And that's why I'm saying you would think they would be looking for your more traditional uh, quarterback. It's a passing league. You just want a guy. Well, you got to be mobile. But you, but but it's changed you be because mobile. of because of defenses the and what, of the the, game. what they can do, right? 
and you have to be able to move around. That's why I'm saying, like, this was so – and then we saw it in the Super Bowl, of course. First time two black quarterbacks ever faced off against each other. There are all these signs moving one way to me, and that's why I'm saying after last night – I'm starting so to say. So last night was your eye opener? Yeah, it just. I, last, I was not. I didn't think last night was a big deal. No, last night, and then, you know, coupled with the Super Bowl, and then coupled with these contracts and the guys who are being paid now in the NFL. And we know it's all a timing thing, and, and Joe Burrow's going to get paid soon, and, right. and, and those guys as well. the top two. You know what I mean? They're going right. to get paid too. But I'm just looking at this as you look, as you go forward and see. Because Caleb, right? Caleb, Caleb Williams, Williams. Yeah, USC. is going to be, it's probably going to be the first pick next year, Chris. So here, yep. here comes another guy. I don't know who else is on the horizon, but I just wonder are white quarterbacks becoming extinct? I think they are. I think that they're going to look at How do you say the, you extinct's too strong? Because you know it's not I'm, like Joe Burrow and Josh becoming. Allen and Justin Herbert are are old. No, becoming as we go forward, because you, you gave the numbers on how many you thought you said 10 years ago. You thought half of the quarterbacks were going to yeah, be black, and you're almost now. there. Yeah. And I don't know, 10 years from now, will it be two, two-thirds, Chris, like as, as time goes on? So it I don't know. And you talk about the college football, black guys have always played college football, Chris. They just never got drafted in the NFL. There right. always been black quarterbacks, even at all-white schools. And they're also throwing always. it more, though. Because back in the day, not that there weren't guys that could throw, like you mentioned Charlie Ward. And some others, Warren Moon, never you didn't get the shot right away. But a lot were running quarterbacks. Now you're getting either a mix, guys that run and pass, or some that are just straight-up passers. C.J. Stroud was a straight-up passer. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Looking for an assist with your credit card? but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. They uh, are not going to go away quietly. Uh, let's put it that way. Uh, unlike the Milwaukee Bucks, who went away very quietly in five games to not only an eight seed, but an eight seed that lost the play-in game, the first play-in game. So and, and it was Tyler, bad. And, and they had uh, Hero was missing, wasn't it? Best three-point shooter, a 20-point score is right. out. So it right, you're right. It was just uh, Miami has, I believe, seven undrafted players. They have four of them in their rotation. Kevin Love is starting for them. Yeah, I mean, no, that, that's how – and I'm not – Kevin Love was at one time a great player. At one time. All right, he's old now, and his better days are behind him. He's playing well, though, for him. And uh, that's who the Milwaukee Bucks lost to. Two double-digit leads entering the fourth quarter the last two games. It was bad. Um, and, Rob, Giannis, I, I've said for the past few years, I think you have to. I think. I'm, correct me if I'm wrong. That he's the best player in the world. And that now, a friend of mine texted me. Shout out to my man Adam Coleman texted me. And he said, and I think he's right. He put it very nicely. He said, Giannis went from being definitively the best player in the world to arguably the best player in the world. You don't want to overreact to just one series. But I think that is a fair statement. I think most people were giving him that title. And now I think it's, it's up for debate. More debate than it ever has been the last few years, Rob. Um, and now, you know, some of these guys still alive in the playoffs are going to fight for their part in that debate. What do you, uh, were you with me? These past few years saying Giannis is the best player in the world? I mean, with all the stuff that he was able to do, the improvements, winning a championship, staying in Milwaukee when everybody was chastising him, saying he was making a mistake, he'd never win. And and we talked about the improvement. One without a super team, yep. Right, and then he took a, he took a step back, Chris, with the 13 missed free throws. Because that... Well, you remember the big, huge game in the finals. I can't remember. Is that the 50-point game or whatever? No, that was the game. Free throw. Right. He made he was 17 made... and 19 or something exactly. like that. Exactly. And that, and the one bugaboo, Chris, was what he turned around in that. And that's when people were impressed with uh, it wasn't just him playing well, but the one thing that had, had spooked him was the free throws, and he made all those free throws in that to, to close out uh, the Phoenix Suns. That was very impressive. Yeah. I, and I'm with, like, look, he still, we knew he never was still a great three-point or free-throw shooter. This year he shot 64%. But if he had shot 64% in that game against Miami when he went 10 for 30, 23, uh, they would still be playing. But, exactly. That 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 was a, that was a right. terrible step back. But he always had, even as me and you and many others were saying he's the best player in the world, his deficiencies were there 
and it was obviously the foul shooting, but I think an even bigger one was that he really doesn't have a go-to shot. He's not a good shooter. Even just mid-range jumpers, he's not a very good shooter. He has to pretty much get to the hole or at least get to the paint to score. And and the reason that I was able to overlook that deficiency and say he's the best player in the world was because, Rob, it seemed like nobody could exploit it, right? I mean, it, it wasn't being a deficiency because nobody was forcing him to shoot jump shots. Nobody other than Miami in the bubble the year they beat him when they walled off the paint and he couldn't get to the basket. That's when he looked bad. But after that, he was able to get wherever he wanted. In those finals, he's able to get to the bucket. And ever since then, he was able to get to the bucket. And so his deficiencies not being a good jump shooter and foul shooter, it wasn't an issue. And in this series, it was an issue, Rob. And it's hard. This is why it's hard to definitively say he's the best player in the world, Rob, because at the end of the game, when I need a bucket, I couldn't go to him. I couldn't, and not just because he might miss the free throw. It yeah, was that, because a, he can't shoot. that's a part shoot. of it too, though, Chris. You know that? Right, that but Shaq too. was like that. But I could go to Shaq, and if they don't foul him, he's going to put somebody in the basket with a dunk. Or he's going to make a little jump hook down on the block. I can't count on Giannis to do that. I probably could if he'd get on the block more. But that's not what he does. He's on the perimeter, and he's a perimeter guy that can't shoot. Embiid, I can give Embiid the ball, and he's. I can feel good about he's going to go make a play. Like, he's going to make a, a mid-range jumper, or he's going to make a pass. Or, he can score or go from inside. anywhere. Right. right. Jokic can score from anywhere. Steph, obviously, you can give it to and feel good. Like, Durant. So I just it's open right, and I will. I gotta be honest because we're gonna get into who you think is if you think somebody's the best player in the world, and who I think if it's not Giannis. I got honestly speaking, I'm not just gonna say a name to make a hot take, a name to make good radio. Honestly speaking, Rob, I think we are one in one of those stretches where it really isn't clear who's the best player. And that's not a cop-out because outside of Jordan and LeBron, you know, the last decade or however long you wanted to give it to him, the, the, the best player in the world hasn't generally been definitive. I no, think and, I go and back to the and late – it's coming right? on. And it's coming right. on because at one point, not too many years ago, I think Kevin Durant was that guy. You can't say that anymore, Chris. No, I and I don't think he was ever the best player in the world, as great as he is. I, but that, well, you know, that's an argument. That's fine. Right. I'm not here to debate that. But I think, like in the late '70s, Dr. J just came into the league in '76. I think there was an argument for Dr. J as the best player in the world. Kareem. A lot of people looking back will say, "Well, Kareem was the best." Yeah, but Kareem in last year in Milwaukee didn't make the playoffs. I think maybe his first year in LA didn't make the playoffs. The year Dr. J got in the league, Kareem was swept by Bill Walton in the second round. Bill Walton and the Blazers, when they won the championship, the next year, the next two years, Kareem went out in the first round, winning one game in each series. And and he had, oh, Magic wasn't there, but Norm Nixon was there, who was great. Uh, Jamal Wilkes was there, who was a Hall of Famer. Uh, um, 
uh, they, they had another uh, player who Adrian Dantley was there who, you know, people forget even played for the Lakers. He was great. He went, they traded him and the rest is history when he shined in Utah and in Detroit. But the, Kareem had some great players and they were getting bounced in the first round. So was he the best? Was Dr. J the best? Was Bill Walton the best? It was up for debate. And, Rob, I think that's where we are right now. I think that's fair. I I just think that there's nobody that you could definitively say uh, if you're not saying it's Giannis and coming off of what just transpired, it's hard to make that case for him coming off what just happened. Right. Right. And the way it happened. Right. And so everybody you look at, there's question marks. That's the problem. Or there's uh Do you think somebody could answer it? Like I would say, I'm gonna name a few guys that I think let, I, I, let's just say they ran to the title. They won the championship this year. They would could lay claim to it. I think Jokic for sure. I think maybe if Jokic even just gets to the finals, because his only the only reason you would say he's not really, I know he's not a great defender like Giannis and Embiid, but you would say he just hasn't had much playoff success. So that's his issue. And so I, I think if he were to get to the finals, certainly if he were to win it without a super team like Giannis did a few years ago, like he would have an argument. Um, I think Embiid, Rob, and I don't think they're going to make this type of run, especially if, he, if he's banged up for real. But let's say he does. He got a great argument, right? MVP probably, great defender, outstanding shooter and free throw shooter, big, you know, um, and I think Rob, (laughs) Durant, obviously, that's not the one I was laughing at, but uh, Durant right now, Devin's been their best player. I mean, Durant's better, but Booker's been their guy so far. But but if, but, but if, let me ask you this, if Durant leads them to the championship and wins the finals MVP, I'm just making a hypothetical. Right, right. You would have to consider that. that he, oh, that he had to be in it. There's no, and right? a lot of people would say he was. Okay, I don't know if I would. I have to see. I, but you, are you saying he's like the leading scorer? Well, yeah, yeah you like, wins finals like he wins the finals MVP. Because right. last the series, it would have been Booker MVP. Right. No, you know, I get that. So, but, so if, it's, if it's him. But nah, it, would be, it, would, it would be like, well, Booker uh, was the man a couple years ago, and they lost four straight after being up two. Right. Well, they Booker you, yes, would no. not be the best player in the world, even if he would have won. No, no, no. I, I get that, right. but I'm saying no. I but, Durant, but the, yes. Durant would have to be the Finals MVP. I mean, that, right. well, that's without question. If Booker's the Finals MVP, then no, he right. wouldn't be in that conversation. Right. right. But Durant, if he is the Finals MVP, Rob, I think a lot of people would say he's the best player in the world. I think it'd be somewhat arguable, but yeah, he probably would be being referred to, generally speaking, as the best player in the world. I'm going to throw this name out to you, Rob, though. What about Steph? If he leads them to a second straight title in years when people didn't think they when Draymond's a little older in the tooth, uh, uh, longer in the tooth, Clay's uh, not the defender he used to be, still obviously is a great shooter. Like, I think it'd be the first time, right? I don't think there's ever been like a normal-sized point guard viewed as the best player in the world. And and some would still say, well, he's not a great defender. Well, neither is Jokic. You know, Durant's a good defender, not an awesome defender. But, I, I mean, I, I you might have to put Steph in there. 
Yeah, I think if that, they win it. Yeah, I think that there are some people who just are not going to buy into him. Despite all, Chris, I get all. I get if the, he's the Finals MVP, like you said, right? I mean, there will be some, and they will point to what you said. Like he's not doing it on the other end. He's not defending the better player, yep. the best player on the other end. Those are things that people point Although out. Although he's that. defending Fox a lot. I mean, nowadays you're switching all the time. No, so I yeah, know, he, but you know what I mean. But still, with, he's not a great defender. He's but not. I think the argument would be Jokic isn't a great defender. Giannis isn't a great shooter. Um, Embiid, I mean, is he's well-rounded. He's pretty well-rounded. Uh, Durant's well-rounded. You know, he's got some deficiencies. So they all got some flaws. Um, but it, it would be an argument. And so, I, you know, it's, it's interesting, Rob. But I do think we're in that era. We're in a stretch where it's like maybe, you know, whoever wins it that year, if he's that caliber of player, can lay claim to it. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.